1: In this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach.
0: i got to ask you this out there, Christian America.
1: It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Dobinmeyer.
0: Well, happy birthday to Dale Sosha right out of the box here today. I don't I don't know how old Dale is. He's I don't think he's I'm guessing he's in his mid-50s, six fifties. I'm guessing Dale. I don't know. Happy Just birthday broke to the Dale. Big 6-0, coach. you. Big six-zero coach. Are you really? Yes. Holy smoke, Dale. You wear it well, buddy. You wear it well. Thank all you, the, sir. All that getting down on their knees and putting the flooring in, that's got to that has got to wear a guy out. You wear your 6-0 better. So remember this. I'm 10 years wiser than you, dude. Don't ever forget that, huh? Amen. Amen. <laughs> so happy, happy, happy birthday to Dale. Mark Mattingly in here with us today. Good to see you, Mark. Uh uh, just g- good to be in here with with all of you. I got a stiff neck. I said before the show, I may hit the may hit the bone cruncher later on today. See if he can't he can't straighten me out. Uh, hey, let's some, some quick news here. If I want to get up and look at my list here, uh, prepare to stand, Spencer. If you can throw that up there for us now. Okay, folks. Here's what we've done. We have a great team here at uh, Coach Dave Live. The videos from this weekend are now available. All right. Now here's what here's the way it works. Hey friends, look, the production of this thing, I'm not, I just want you to know something say, well, why don't you give it to us free? Cause I just got the bill from Jared, the production of this thing to run it, do everything. was right in the neighborhood of $1,500. That's what I had to fork out in order to do this. Right? So I'm charging 30 bucks, just kind of <laughs> recoup, recoup what we, what we got out of it. Okay. So y'all, y'all understand that. So a ticket is $30. And when you get, when you purchase the ticket, Hey Spencer, help me out here real quickly, buddy, buddy. If, uh, the, Is it a different code now than what it was before? In other words, if a person watched it live, does that same code get them in there today still? How does that work? Okay, still the same code. So when you register today, uh, go online, you register today, uh, you'll get a code. And the code will, uh, especially if you can scroll down that a little bit, and you have access to all three videos. You don't have to watch them. You own them, but you don't have to watch them all at one time. They've divided them up for you now. So if you want to, maybe you really like the pr- production that Roger made. Well, you can watch that. And let, look, I can't. I can't make it more clear. We don't care if you share it with somebody else. We don't care. All right. We want to get the information out. We're just trying to cover our costs here with it. Okay. So if you scroll down through there, you go to prepare to, to prepare to stand, and then you pay for it, and then they are now in, in individual uh, links. Okay. Got that, Spencer? Am I saying the right thing here, bud? They're an individual links. Now you own them, and you can do whatever you want to do with them. The information in these things is uh, priceless, in my in my opinion. I'm not a doom or gloomer. You guys know that about me. I'm not. The sun's always coming up. So that's why I'm telling there. Look at that on that screen. Great job, Spence. This, so once you purchase it, you can watch one over and over. Yeah. Can I, you say, can I send the link? Here's what I would ask you to do. Just don't. Publish the link to everybody, right? Because we're trying to cover her costs here. But if you purchase it and you want to share it with your your son and your daughter, that's, a, that's all cool with me, all right? That's, that's that's all cool by me. Uh, but trust in retirement, setting your money free, and uh, uh, it's, all good. it's all good. So that's that's up there now. That's also, listen, that's to all the new Patriot Party news folks. Come on, jump in and get this and share this with others. Because we should be prepared, nothing should catch us by surprise. We're we're God's people, man. We ought to we gotta be uh, at the top of the heap and know what's going on. I um, know, uh, golly, uh, Tracy, what's going on with your group? I made a note. My wife said, "Don't forget about Tracy. What's going on with your group today, Tracy? What what is it we're praying for for your group?"
2: Um, we're going to um, our public library board meeting this evening. Um, to face them about some of the books that they are carrying in their courses, like
3: everywhere else, all those evil books. They censor these books or those school boards don't want to hear them whenever
2: during their meetings, but yet they're available to our children. So it's just something of the same that, you know, is going on everywhere. But um, we decided that was going to be a focus for us. So that's where we're headed tonight. (laughs) So keep us in prayer.
0: Keep them in prayer. Hey, Tracy, take one of those dirty books and read from it. That's what you need to do. That, that, always, that always makes them mad. And by the way, I was ta- who I can't remember who it was. We, folks, here's what I believe we need to do. And maybe we need to figure out a structure how to do this. We need to get our we need to get our local police involved with the fact that, that the libraries and those things are breaking the law. We need to put pressure on them to enforce the law. That's the only way that that's the only way it's gonna stop. Boom. This, when the police go in there at some time and they arrest the library director or whoever, and you can do some research. Maybe I'll do that research, or maybe somebody out there will do the research. In each individual state, it is against the law to to pro, what, What's the word I'm talking about? to promote pornography or lasciviousness or anything like that to children. It's against the stinking law. We want we want we want our law enforcement officials to do the same job they're doing to the J-6ers. We want them to enforce the Dagon law, right? Are you with me? That's, that's where I am with it. That's where I am this morning. And I'm gonna, ta- I'm gonna say this again, all politics is local. Tracy will make a difference locally. Jeff Klein is making a difference locally. Betty Perkins is getting the people's attention locally. Locally, everything is local. The school board is local. It is your children. It is your neighbor's children. It is your grandchildren. We don't need to call Joe Biden or the Attorney General of the United States. We need to to get our hook in the mouth of our local sheriff and say, Do your stinking job, dude. Do your job. We need to get our hook in the mouth of our superintendent that allows those books to be in that library. You mean to tell me that he couldn't stand up and shut that down? Of course he can. You mean to tell me he's not complicit? You mean to tell me he's not guilty? Come on, come on. So that's why what Betty's doing and what Tracy's doing and what Jeff's doing and what people are doing all across Randy, the crew, Clay, it's so important locally. Now, here's the thing that you've got to understand. They are going to hate you. Friends, Christians are going to hate you. Christians are going to hate you. Boom! Because they have been taught a different gospel. They've been taught a different gospel. They've been taught the gospel of love, 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 accept, accept, tolerate, 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 don't judge. That's the gospel being spewed out of the mouths of most people standing in the pulpits, right? So therefore, you're going to have to understand that the Bible tells you that when you bring the truth to them, they are going to hate it. They're going to hate it. Remember this, on the back of our shirt, truth sounds like hate to those who hate the truth. Friends, there are people who hate the truth. By the way, Jesus is the truth. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said that. No one comes to the Father except by me. He was known as the way, the truth, the light. He is the truth. And anytime you try to put Jesus under a bushel and hide him, you are not going to be effective. So we have if those of us who are fighting this fight, cannot be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God. Where is that? That's Romans 1, 16, maybe? Is that maybe Spencer, Romans 1, verse 16? For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God. What is? Huh? Spencer's finding it for me. I don't even know if it's Romans 1, 16. I just think it is. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Yes. For That's I am what, not ashamed Romans of, Yeah. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Time out a minute. What's the gospel of Christ? Oh, I know what it is. Of everybody. Tolerate everybody. Don't judge. Do you see what they've done? you see what they've done? I'm not ashamed of the truth of what Jesus Christ preached regarding righteousness. Because if I'm not ashamed of it, there's power there. There's power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. The Jews also to the Greek. In other words, this thing is open to everybody. And I hate to tell you this the Jews ain't favored above anybody else. Got that? Got that? So we have got to be, do what Jesus promised us to go out, pull up Matthew chapter 5, pull it up. Come on, I'm trying to connect the dot here for you because I have to deprogram you from what Billy Bob Pastor told you that was just supposed to love everybody. Going down there. Keep on going down. He's talking about keep on going down. Blessed are they. Blessed are you. Go, go up one more. Verse 10. Blessed are they. That'd be you, Mark. Be you, Myra. Be you, Tracy. Gene. Mel. Vinny. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. See, it doesn't say anything about tolerating it. It doesn't say anything at all about it. In fact, how what makes you be persecuted when you stand up for righteousness? You're going to be persecuted. No, 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 no. Your pastor says we're not to judge. We're supposed to love them, show them the love of God. Folks, that is not what this. It's not what it says. It's not what it says. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Why? Blessed are you. When men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you, Uh uh-oh, falsely, for my sake. Jesus is saying, will you take an arrow for me? Will you take a bullet for me? Because he said, I'm going to tell you this. They're going to be shooting arrows and bullets and throwing rocks and throwing stones at you. But I'm going to tell you something. You are going to be blessed because I'm watching and I appreciate the fact that you are standing up for the truth. Because when you stand up for the truth, you are standing up for me. And I want you to know that you should rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in that other realm. Because everybody who's in the Faith Hall of Fame went through the same daggone thing. Anybody tracking with me here today? You get it, folks? This is not the gospel of the modern American church. But it can't be anymore. Why? Isn't it amazing that the next phrase says what, Spencer? Why, you are the salt of the earth. What does he mean? Because salt burns, stings. People don't want salt, right? You're the salt of the earth. But he says, if you've lost your savor, you ain't any good. If you're tolerant and diverse and loving and caring and don't judge and all that stuff they tell you to, you're good for nothing, bud. But to be cast out and trodden under the foot of men. You're the light of the world. Who is? The people who stand up and are persecuted for what they believe. They are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. When you get persecuted, everybody sees it. Everybody sees what's going on. And men don't light a candle and put it under a bushel. No. They put it in what? Put it up. They put it on a lampstand. Roll up, Spencer. They put it on a lampstand. Spencer's asleep on me today. Give me, I'm 15, I think. There. Neither did men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but they put it on a candlestick. Because why? It gets light into all the house. So let your light so shine before men, especially those who hate the truth. Let it so shine before them that people are going to see what you do, and they're going to glorify your Father in heaven, because they're going to say, there's something different about that dude. There's something different about that guy. Jesus said, don't think I came to destroy the law. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't think it's suddenly okay to for men to have sex with men. No, no, no. Don't you think that. <laughs> Don't you think I came to teach tolerance and diversity? No, baby. No, no. Jesus was the most intolerant because he said, I am the way. I am the truth. And nobody, ain't none of you coming after me. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Nope. Uh, you ain't do you ain't following me, and you're not teaching what I say, and you're not standing up. Well, Coach, what about once saved always saved? All. That's between you and the Lord. Are you really saved? you really saved. I was talking to my wife this morning. Uh, Michelle and I have been married 43. We're shooting, shooting on 44 years. And I looked around. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. I'm just venting here a second, okay? I looked around at how many people have have, I want to say a bad word, but I didn't. How many people are in crappy marriages? Or no marriage at all? And then I look around. And I'm just talking. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking, I'm looking. People around me that I know and I love and I care about. Nobody gets married, and then they don't even get married. In fact, <laughs> you guys know a situation like this when you say to somebody, like I said to my wife today. Now tell me again, uh, whose father, who's the father of that, that? Can you help me again here? <laughs> that that. I know whose daughter that is. I know the woman associated with, but uh, who's the father? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You ever, you ever struggle with that? You look around, and say, "God, who's not, who's her dad?" Oh, oh, well, how come she's not? Because people don't get married anymore. Why don't they? Why don't they get married anymore? Because they've ruined the institution of marriage. They turn into crap. Hey, Vinny, they have, but we have. See, we have. Why? Because we haven't stood up and pushed back against it. I can't I can't I can't imagine. I was talking to my wife about something this morning and she said, well, maybe she, maybe she's happy single. And I just kind of looked at her. So what's wrong with you? What do you mean? Is You can't be happy single. You can't hey, be. coach.
2: coach I'm going to jump in on this because I've been single the whole time after I had my daughter and my daughters. I do not want to be single. So I don't want to be single, but Amen. I want a kingdom husband. I do yes. not want I do not want Satan's kingdom husband. I want a heaven's husband. Amen. Nobody knows who my daughter's father is because he's a he's he's a I, I got no words for this guy because be he's nice. walked away. I'm taking yeah. the higher road. He's okay. walked away from his daughter. He would doesn't want to provide. It's because the church has also encouraged encouraged men to walk away from Go their on. families and divorce their kids. Amen. And leave them fatherless, whether they're little boys or little girls, because little yep. girls don't know how to be girls and yep. little boys don't know how to be boys because yep. they've demasculized men and, and, and they masculinize women. Nobody's Amen. talking about the masculinization of women. And when you're talking about love, you know, I, this, this love tolerancy, God so loved the world that he sent his son to a cross to, to be shredded, died, go to trial, be persecuted, spit on, his beard ripped out of his face. To forgive us of our sins, love sometimes is is not what they what they have disguised it to, yeah. and and so you no longer are allowed to have discernment because they call discernment judging. That's right. I, and that's when right. you're not taking the place of God, and your God calls you to discern the the spirits between evil and good, and you're not discerning, there's evil in the way, and that there's you, oh your judgment, oh that's that's evil that you want to carve up some little boy or little girl. That's that's that's, you're being evil because you're judging. Mm. No, it's called discernment.
0: That's right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, mm. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mm. You know, and you're
2: blaspheming. And then for the last point, and I'm sorry I jumped in and I didn't wait. It's uh-huh. all right. Go point. ahead. Go ahead. But, but you're and and I and in somebody, if I'm wrong, but you're blaspheming the Holy Spirit if you're not standing in truth because truth is God's name. It's Jesus's name. And if you're not standing up for truth, you're standing up for the lie and you're siding with Satan and you're blaspheming the Amen. Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. And I did not mean. Listen to me now. I didn't mean to be smirch anybody who's out there who's in a messed up relationship. None, none of that kind of stuff. But as I said the other day, you are, as my dad, as my dad said, you made your bed now sleep in it. And the reality of it is, some of us are dealing with some horrible, horrible decisions that we made. We fell in lust, not in love. You don't have to say, "Man, we fell in lust, not in love." And then all of a sudden we find out after five or six or seven years that that lust has burned off a little bit. Now i got to live with this person. And we don't understand that relationship of mother and father because it used to be against the law to get a divorce. Because why? When you got married, it was you, your spouse, and Almighty God, and it was a cord of three strands, and it's not easily broken. But we don't even talk about that anymore. And then we look around at the consequences of it, and then people get offended if we point out your family's a mess because you ain't married. You're not married. I'm not mad. I'm, I don't know what I am. Folks, we've done it to ourselves. I, I, this is kind of where the where the Lord's leading me today. So thanks for kicking off. Pull up Romans 1 for me. It says Romans 1 verse. Huh? Okay, here's where we are. Now this is not an end time scripture, which is what we always want. Know this also: in the last days, perilous times shall come. You guys, do you know something? Do you know that uh, the apostles believed that the end time were right there? You, you you do know that, don't you? That they thought the end time was coming probably in their lifetime. They probably did. Paul, no way. When Paul wrote this, that he thought he was writing to some people. 3,000 years down the road. (laughs) No way he thought that, right? Okay, come on now. Come on. So here is showing, he is showing us the nature of sinful man. Sinful man. Oh, I got some good stuff today. And here's what happened to us. I'm just going to jump in the middle of Romans 20, uh, Romans 1 22, professing themselves to be wise. Hey, we got a few of those folks out there professing themselves to be wise. We've got a few of them. Do we call them experts? Do we call them physicians? Do we call them doctors? We have we have men out there who've gone to school. I don't know how many years it takes you to be a doctor. I don't know how many years. Ten years, maybe I don't know. And and they go to college for 10 years to be a doctor, and then they come out and they tell you that a man can be a woman. Now, folks, that, that that's fool. You couldn't even think that up that, You couldn't, the only way you could ever think that is if somebody educated you to think that way. The only way you could ever do it. And because of that, they become fools, thinking they know better than God. I'm going somewhere, stay with me. And what'd they do? Because they were fools, scientists, government officials, government departments of education. What did they do? Well, they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man, a beast, four-footed beast, and creeping things. So, what happened then? God gave them over to uncleanness. He gave them over. He gave, just like you do with your own child. You say, "All right, do you want to do it?" I Look, I, I love I love my daughters and my son. I didn't mean it that way. My our daughters are relentless in the training of their children. They are relentless. No way that Abigail or Maggie, would ever give themselves over. They would not let their kids do They would no way ever let their kids do it. They would train them in righteousness, right? But look what happens here. God gave his kids over. He said, okay, go ahead, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. And then what did they do? They changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator. Now, I'm going to stop right here a second, because I was, I'm preparing something today on the fact that we're so shameless in the American culture. And can I tell you, as I was doing some Bible research, I do, I, I do my research, as I'm doing my Bible research, and I was looking for a specific tar- target the specific term. I was looking for the advantages of righteousness that's what I was googling this morning the advantages of living a righteous life and you know what every one I came across spoke about the advantages for a christian in this life do you understand what I'm saying and they are but unfortunately that is wrong. When we when we take a gospel of the kingdom of God and make it people-centered, we are totally off base. And I looked at website after website after website, and they all talk, talked about how much you would be blessed. You would be blessed if you do this. You will be blessed. You, I, In fact, I couldn't think, how can you put you in there that many times? Because it's not about you. It's about you dying to you. You die to you. Do you understand that? You, do you understand that? That the Bible, the modern gospel of Jesus Christ, the modern one, is nothing more than a glorification and pleasure fulfilling for you. Amen. The Bible tells us to die. <laughs> we're supposed to die daily. What? Yes, we're supposed to die to ourselves. You, are you hearing that in church? Are you hearing in that church that you're supposed to die to yourself? Or how many of you go to church to find out how you're supposed to die to yourself? Or you go to church to find out how you're supposed to be blessed? Which is, which is what's the message that's emanating out of your pulpit? You don't have to tell me because I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Pull this up for me real quick, Spencer. I'm on a roll. Sorry. I'll get, I'll get to you here in a second. Pull up for me. Let me click here. Pull up. It says, uh, uh, no, where is it? Benefits. 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 Pull that up there. I just kind of, I just kind of scrolled some of these things down this morning as I was sitting up early in the morning with my stiff neck, and I said, uh, "What if we taught these universal values? What if this was the focus of Christianity? First and foremost, love truth. Love truth. Hate lies. Number two, you know, hating what is evil. The Christian life is to love truth and hate what is evil." We're supposed to cling to what is good, not tolerate what's evil, not accept it, not bring it into our house. What if we actually showed brotherly love? What if we actually did that? What if we honored each other and gave them preference over ourselves? What? Yeah, what if I died to myself to make my grandchildren's life better? What if I actually did that? What if I was diligent in my service to God and to each other? What if I found out that somebody in the queue has a need and I don't meet it? I don't meet it because I, I can't meet it because, hey, um, we're getting ready to go on vacation this weekend. I just I'm sorry. I just ain't got 20 bucks here. I just don't have it. See, we're me focused. We're me focused. What if Jesus? Said, oh, hey, Coach Dave, I'd love to help you. But, you know, I got this other problem over. Here I got to take care of today. I'll try. I'll try to double back here. And if I got any blessings left, I'll, I'll, that's the way we live. See, it's the way we live. It's a carnal nature. OK, hang on. Where am I? Ah, oh, being diligent in our service to God and to each other, rejoicing in our hope of eternal life. Quit worrying about this life. Stop it. Nobody wants to die. I want to be here and enjoy my children and grandchildren. Of course I do. I, nobody wants to have a rough life. But folks, it ain't about this life. I'm 70 years old. I have a 40-year-old daughter. What if we were patient in tribulation? What well, if we took care of the needs of our friends? What if that was the focus? Get up in the morning. It's, can I tell you this? That's the focus of my wife. My wife is constantly driven by who she can serve. It's, it's, it's almost a burden. How about we uh, rejoice with those who rejoice and we weep with those who weep? What well, if we did? What well, if we say, I'll pray for you, brother, and then don't do it? What if we treat each person the same? In other words, not showing any favoritism to anybody. Oh, I'm. Are you on Coach Dave's inner circle? What are you talking about? Inner circle. My inner circles: me, my wife, and my Holy Spirit. That's my inner circle. What if we treat each person the same? What if you see your talents as a gift? What if you saw your talents as a gift, started exercising it? What if you saw? What if you're going to stand before the Lord with your gift, and He's going to say, "How come you?" How come this thing never got out of the box? How come this thing is still in the wrapper here? I gave this thing to you, and you didn't even do it. You didn't even use it. Why didn't you use it? Because ba- Pastor Billy Bob told you, well, we're not supposed to get involved. What, what, well, you know where I'm going, right? Mm. What if you were teachable? What if you didn't repay evil for evil? What if you'd do things in an honorable way? What if they went to Jeff Klein's auto dealer from all over America because he was the most honest auto dealer anywhere? That's what he ought to be. That ought to be what? Jeff, that ought to be your advertisement. Most honest car dealer anywhere. That's when you most reflect God, when people drive into your place and they know they ain't going to get ripped off. Um, hey, Coach, can I call it the no-swindle zone? That's what no Jeff Klein is. The well, whatever, no swindle zone. Yeah, we don't have to avenge as much as possible. Live peaceably with everyone. Hey, folks, sometimes it ain't possible. Sometimes it ain't possible for me to live peacefully with those who want to teach my little boy. He's a girl. I can't live peaceably with that, okay? As much as Oh, yeah. Live peaceable with everybody. Can two walk together lest they agree? Now, next one. Don't avenge yourself. Remember that vengeance belongs to God who will. That's one of the hardest things to do, is when you have been wronged, to let it go. Somebody say amen. That is is, is so hard. And can I tell you something? That ain't nothing but a weight around your neck, dude. (laughs) That ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. And think about the people that you've wronged. You know what's really sad? I've wronged people on this show, and I don't even know it. I don't even know. They're 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 butthurt. I didn't know it. I didn't mean to butthurt them. I didn't even know it. How do you apologize for something that you didn't even know you did? And they hold that grudge and they're mad about this and mad about that. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you the truth. Hang on, hang on. Not being overcome by evil. Do we teach this? Do we teach this? And of course the golden rule. Do unto others. So we have others do to us. So I'm back to Romans 1. Back to Romans 1. I'm going to open it up. Hang on here a second. <clears throat> what'd they do? Wherefore God gave them o- over to their uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. And what they do? They change the truth of God into a lie. And you go to church and they worship you. More blessings for you. More blessings for you. And I saw that, who was it? It was Clint Harper. Clint Harper posted. I saw it the other day. He has a church down in Royston, Georgia, and he has to pay somebody to mow the yard. Has to pay some right? By the way, we're going down there, Clint. I forgot all about that. We're going down there yes. this this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to be down in Royston, Georgia, man. Come down there and join us.
1: Coach, we don't then, we don't pay we don't pay anybody to cut our grass.
0: But that, but you, you you did post that, didn't you, Clint?
1: Yeah, yeah. That churches have to.
0: Yeah, churches have. Okay, I got you. Churches have to pay. Long landscaping. Amazing, isn't it? And why? Because there's, there's some, certainly somebody in the church. That's, the, that's their gift. The people, people don't have a servant's heart anymore. No servant's heart. And so what happened? Well, God gave them over to vile affection. He said, okay, you're going to act like that? Go ahead. For even the women decided they wanted to be men. They wanted to put on dildos and do things to each other that's unspeakable. I'm, I, we're grown up here, all right? We're grown up here. And likewise, the men did the same thing. Huh? Oh, yeah, they, they didn't want women anymore. They burned lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly. And look at this, receiving in themselves. Folks, giving in to homosexuality is the judgment. Do you see this right here? And receiving in themselves the payment of the error, which was me. Receiving in themselves. They begin to identify as gay, lesbian, trans—that that is who they are. The punishment is they have received in them that lie about who they are. That's the punishment. That's the punishment. Does anybody want to be gay? Would anybody ever want to be gay? And why wouldn't we, for all we are worth, try to help people not be gay, come out of homosexuality? You say, well, coach, you can't change it. It's kind of, uh, you know, we've got People say, "Well, I was born this way. ain't nobody born gay? If God born if God birthed you gay, then he is a vicious God. If He would make you something that he'd call an abomination and sentence you to a, a fiery death, then he ain't much of a god. He didn't make you gay, he'd make you gay. You know who made you gay? Some guy who came along and molested you. Huh? somebody you hung around with that was effeminate, and you followed and patterned after them. Oh, yeah, come on. It's a learned behavior. I don't care what you say. It's a learned behavior. I don't know what's going on. I can't explain it. It's a spiritual issue. Sins of the father passed down. To... I wonder how many I'm, I'm all over today. I'm sorry. I wonder how many homosexual men in particular out there were not molested. What do you think a percentage of that would be? You're right, Janine. They have a different God, don't they? have a different God. And they want to bring their different God of self, homosexuality, transgender. I mean, they want to bring that into the temple of God. Then they want to serve this other God inside them rather than the king of kings. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God said, okay, go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Give them over to a reprobate mind. And what happened? Well, they were filled with all unrighteousness, with fornication, with wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, Deceit, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, and inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. The church not only does the same, but invite them into the church. So at the end of the day, Jude one, has become real. Evil men have crept in unaware, and they change the truth of God into a lie. I'm going to tell you this, folks. Yeah, Tom, lowering testosterone in males through the food and pharmacia and all that stuff, right? Yeah, right. And so, what do we do? We cater to the, we cater to these folks, and we change all standards of righteousness to satisfy their wicked, evil desires. That's where we are, that's where we are. And the teaching of the 10 commandments was, were the barrier, they were the go bowling. They were the the rubber thing they put down the gutter. You roll the ball and it's going into the gutter and it hits that thing and bounces back into the lane. You know what I'm talking about? The 10 commandments were the bumper guards. They were. And we've pulled them down and we've destroyed them. We look around, and even in the church, we are not following what we know to be the truth. And they told us that uh, we're not to mix religion and politics, stay out of government. We're not going to mix the secular and the sacred. Folks, I'm just trying to coach you up to let you see what's going on. Because the problem isn't the world, the problem's us. The problem is not the world, the problem is us. The problem is those of us who carry the name of Christ and will not stand up and be counted, who are unwilling to be hated of all men, to be persecuted, to be called judgmental. To, we, don't, we don't want to do that. The church doesn't even teach it anymore. We sit around. We watch our children and our grandchildren go into a school system paid for by you and me where they teach the exact opposite of what we just read. Right? That's why if we're going to be successful, we're going to have to reclaim those things. Washington, D.C. is – Donald Trump could be back in office tomorrow, and it ain't going to change a damn thing. It ain't going to because everything is local. And you look at the Luciferians that are in charge of the criminal justice system in America. You look at it. You look at what they're doing to to Pastor Bill Dunphy. You look at what they're doing to Isaac Yoder. You look at what's going on. You look at what they're doing to those people who did nothing more than show up outside of an abortion clinic to rescue from death little babies. And you look what that wicked government is doing to them. Why? They have done it because of our compliance. Our compliance. I'm 70. How much longer I got? I don't know. I'm taking, trying to take care of myself best I can. 10 years? If, I, if I'm old and decrepit at 80, I don't want to be around. But I know this, that when uh, when I cross over, I'm going someplace. Where there's going to be a crown of righteousness for me. And this other stuff ain't really going to matter. And I'm I'm going to move on. That's that's what I, that's what I believe, and I believe that the Lord is going to be honored by my life as long as I continue to honor Him and His precepts. I'm not listen. I'm not going to honor what modern American Christianity tells me a Christian man is supposed to do. I will. I'm not going to live like that. I'm not going to live like that. And as soon as we can get away from making Christianity about us and make Christianity about others, God's Ten Commandments, God's laws are protective. They're protective. Hey. Huh? Sex in the bonds of matrimony is a protection. That is a, how, how? are you ready for this? That is a generational condom. Sex within marriage. And if you look across the spectrum of your family, your extended family, how many lives are pe- people in your family are struggling simply because they didn't follow God's ordained message about one man, one woman for life, about keeping your word. He you said, but, Coach, yeah, I, was in a, I was in a horrible relationship. I get it. I understand. I understand. But would life be better if you had stayed married for life? would it would have been better see look don't take it as criticism i'm not condemning you i'm asking a better a question would your life have been better if you had remained a virgin till your marriage i think probably yes probably yes would america be better if we didn't reward not working Unemployment would America be better if we didn't build bombs to go bomb people that we don't agree with? Would America be better? See, they told us we were liberating the world, folks we weren't even liberating our own people we're, we were we were doing everything at the same time that we were claiming to liberal, uh, liberate the people of of uh South Vietnam that same time that we were trying to liberate them, we were putting our own children in bondage with what? Open sex, birth control, feels good, do it, at the exact same time. And so we wake up and we look at all these foreign excursions that we try to make people better in other places. And we look at the mess that we've created at home. Because why? We worship the creature more than the creator, even in the church. Come on in, Myra. Coach, thank you. I just want to say
3: thank you to um to michelle double for reminding you of tracy and the work she's doing betty jeff craig um dale in the audience It's it's a whole team doing great work craig in maryland randy And um, I wanted to read the Bible verse that uh, you mentioned earlier, which is very appropriate because that's their behavior and that's their attitude. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I know live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hallelujah.
0: Would Jesus Christ sit around Christ in you, the hope of glory? Would Jesus Christ sit around and being fully human? Would He sit around and pray for blessings for Himself? Is that what is that what Jesus would do? No, because now it's Christ in me, the hope of glory, and now I want to say, "Well, Christ in me, all right, golly, can I have a nicer house?" Mm-hmm. Can I get a boat? Huh? Right? right, right? Can, can anybody imagine Christ doing that? Now look, that's one of the hardest things to get victory over is our sinful, carnal nature. But that guy has been crucified. But Paul told us that you've got to die daily. Every day when that selfish nature arises, you've got to kill it. You've got to kill it. I'm born again, but I'm still a man. Born again, but I still have a carnal nature that I have to overcome. And what we've done when we threw Christ out, we gave free reign to the carnal nature, the unrestrained, fleshly desires of men. What do you think Washington, D.C. is? Do you really think those guys in Washington, D.C. really are doing what they do to make your life better? Do you really? Come on, you don't believe that, do you? You don't believe that. Maybe maybe when they ran for office, they ran for office with good intentions. But I can promise you this. Once they got in office, it's all about power and personal advancement, personal wealth and personal glory. Some, somebody say amen. I'm telling you the truth, right? now, I'm going to tell you. Yes. That's the, amen. That's the, nature, that's the nature of man. Oh, dare I say it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's in our churches too, friends. Oh, yeah. It's in our pulpits. That's in our, what do we call it? Uh. Para Church Ministries. That's in passes. I fight that stuff too. We all fight it. Why? Because it's our carnal nature. It's the nature of man, right? So one of the things that we have to guard against. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place this morning, but it's good. Uh, one of the things we have to guard against is taking offense. Taking offense, right? Look, all, all you can do is tell somebody and offer them correction and direction. You can't. You can't make anybody do it, right? You can't do it. I can pledge allegiance to my wife and love her more than anything in the world, which I do, and still look at porn. I, st- I can do that and not realize that actually, uh, I'm I'm committing adultery on her. Every time I pull up that naked woman, I'm, I'm I'm visualizing having sex with that woman, not my wife. That's adultery. Jesus said, "You've already done it in your heart, man. You've already done it in your heart." And so, uh, I I guess I don't know the what I'm trying to say uh play number two and then i'm going to open it up i need you need you teddy roosevelt says to educate a person in the mind and not in morals is to educate a menace to society to educate a child with no morals no morality is to educate a menace to society and then the smartest ones go to harvard and they graduate from harvard and then they go into government so we have our government being run by what? Menace to societies. People who want to have social justice by making you give your money so they can give it to whoever they want to. That's thievery. That is about as anti-Christian as you can get. And if you don't give it with a giving heart, I don't want it. If you give grudgingly, I don't want it. Don't want it. And how many of you give grudgingly to the government? Why do you give grudgingly to the government? Because they force you to. Jim Carrey, I don't know, you know. Can you trust anything any of these guys say? But this is a home run for Jim Carrey, go ahead.
1: The United Kingdom, across the globe, and we need to be clear, shamelessness is not and will never be a superpower. (laughs) It is the mark of a villain. Kidnapping children is not what great nations do. Almost half of America at this moment believes there is a sinister deep state diabolically plotting to what? Give them health care? What is the sinister plan here? Sure, I can afford the miracle drug for Le- restless Lake syndrome. <laughs> I should take the pills, I guess. We in America are misinformed. Reality shows have warped our idea of what a hero is, or what the truth is. So tonight, I'd like to dedicate this award to those who remind us of our virtues, who remind us of the truth.
0: In the United- and it sure ain't in Hollywood, you can take it down, but we ought to be honoring those who remind us of our virtues, remind us of our truth, and have the balls to stand up and say, that is right, and that is wrong. Let's go on, folks. That's gone. Laura you were trying to get in there. Come on back in here.
2: Um thank you. Um I have a question. What kind of salt are you? Are you iodized salt that's been that's been bleached? Or when you are, or are you because if you look at salt and sugar, they both look the same. Which one are you? Amen. Amen. Right? I mean really, I mean the reason why salt is not doing what it's salt supposed to do, either you're iodized and you've been bleached, you've been bleached, and they, you're you're bioengineered, or you're sea salt, and you know you had to go through some refinement, and you know, and you're you're gonna be the bomb of Gilead, and it might sting. You know, and and because salt also is a cleanser, mm. and it also heals, and it also. It also protects your body. So, what type, to what type of salt are you going to be? So, if you're passing the salt, what type of salt are you passing? Because yeah. this fake love, where everybody's all included, and and you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to tell your child when they're going to run out in the parking lot, or you're walking with someone that you care about, and you're going for a walk, now and, and you're crossing the street, and you're not pay, and you're paying attention to the traffic, and they're not. Are you going to let them walk in front of a car or is it going to say, well, I love them. So I just didn't want to scare them. Well, Mm. yeah, sometimes you have to scare someone sometimes. And it's, and it's fear of the Lord, not fear of what's going to, you know, I had a grandmother that I adored. I didn't, and and she taught me reverence. I didn't want to do things because hurting her far outweighed any, any consequence that I ever could have. And it was a reverence. So what kind of salt are you? What kind of salt do you want to be? Do you want to be sugar and, and pretend and be trans, trans salt by being sugar? Or are you going to be the salt that when we pass it, creates life?
0: Amen. And, and Lauren, it doesn't matter because Christ asks us to lay down our lives. Lay down our lives that others might live. exactly does 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 he literally mean that you have to die is that what he's saying what good is a dead man in this world what good is he no it's the idea that you're willing to lay down your life it's the idea that now that i'm serving a king now that i'm an ambassador for christ now that i'm passing through a place that is really not my home then i have to be willing to not advance my own cause To be bold enough to advance the cause of the king who sent me. I'm the ambassador. And the promises he told us they're gonna hate you. They're gonna hate, they hate me. They're going to hate you. And friends, the exact
2: opposite message from the church. Exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly it. So I thank you for this coaching session. And I hope when we all go out in our fields, wherever they're at, to play today that we can execute what's supposed, what's happened in, in the locker room, Jeez. you know, in the, in the weight room. And then when we go on the field that we can execute it and wherever that's at.
0: Amen. Lauren, look, folks, I, I think I shared with you, I'm sorry, I so much rambling. you're allowed to raise your hand and come in here. And, uh, you know, I, I said this last weekend, two weekends ago, I had a reunion of our 1990 uh, central Buckeye league champions and, in London, Ohio, football team. First championship they'd won. First championship they'd won 15 years. And uh, a reunion. Hadn't seen some of those guys in forever. So 1990 to now is what, 30, 32, 32 years? Hadn't seen some of them in 32 years. And you know what every one of them talked about? Every one of them talked about how much our discipline taught them in life. Not a day goes by, Brian Mark said, not a day goes by, coach, that I'm not reminded of a lesson that you taught us. Not a day goes by. And what? Coaches are tyrants. Coaches say, if you're going to play for me, you are not going to act like that. Back when I was playing football, my coach said to me, if you're going to play, you're going to cut your hair. You guys remember the Beatles day, the long hair day, right? 1969, 70, 71, everybody wearing the Beetle haircut. Uh-uh. No, no, my coach said, you're going to play, cut the damn hair, cut it off. Oh, I was mad. I was pretty boy. I don't want to cut off my hair. I cut off my hair because why? Because that was the requirements of my coach. And now I look back on it. It's one of the best things that ever happened to me. He made me cut my hair because it wasn't about me. And how pretty I looked. And ask yourself this. What kind of demand does your church put on you? What kind of demand? What kind of standard does your pastor raise for you? What kind of expectations do they put on you as being a Christian man? What kind of expectation are they putting on you by the things you see them do? How can, a, how can a pastor expect a person like Jeff Klein to show up at a school board meeting if he won't go? And it's discipline. Discipline. A disciple of Christ. A disciple of Christ requires a disciplined lifestyle. Saying no to a lot of things. And we are in the culture and the society that we're in. We are in the mess that we are in because of the, oh my God, I could go on and on. Make you mad, Betty, gonna make you mad. Women in the military, really, really. Now there's not jobs that women can do in the military. Don't get me wrong. They can, really, no, I'm gonna really show my sexist nature. Last thing, I, just, I watched the Cleveland Browns the other, no. Uh, who was that I watched on Monday Night Football? Yes, Browns. I watched the Buckeyes, that's what it was. You ready? If I see one more female sideline reporter talking to me about football, I'm never gonna watch again, because why? Ain't one of them that would ever have been in the heat of the battle in a football game. They can't even begin to understand what it's like. And they take this sport that people watch because we love watching men fight. We always have, right? Women love watching them fight, men love watching them fight. Men live vicariously through those guys on that field. And then some woman on the sidelines asking, now, tell me what you were thinking when you threw that. Hell, she wouldn't know. But then I say that and people say, I'm a sexist and a vegan. and what? see, you, you missed the whole damn point. You the, when I was a kid, sorry, if I saw guys cooking cookies, we called them sissies. I still think that's okay. They are not cookie bakers, don't get me wrong, but there are sissies. There are sissies. Roger.
3: Oh, Dave, 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 you have touched on a topic that I'm with you 100%. I'm usually only about within 92%, but I'm 100 this time. I cannot
2: stand the lady sideline reporters. Oh, my goodness. That's all I got to say.
3: Thank you for it's, making it's me a, look, Folks,
0: listen, it's not whether or not women have the right to do it. It's about the invasion yeah. of women into a man's world.
2: Or, or the,
0: Last thing I want to do is be out on a football field and look around and watch my tongue because there might be some lady around. But it doesn't even matter anymore. It doesn't even matter if there are ladies around. Say whatever the hell you want to. Because why? We're all the same. We're all the same.
1: It's all about promoting sex.
0: All about deviance. Promoting sex. Deviance, right? It's all about the destruction of the American male. Go ahead, Betty.
3: I didn't personally want to join the military, but in my situation... I couldn't get to school, and I didn't want to be homeless, and I needed to do
0: something to make a part of my life, so you're right it's I'm not, not trying to make you feel guilty Betty. I'm, not oh, to make-
3: I'm oh I'm not you know okay. Because, okay. but no, the no, thing I'm- is but I would have rather gone to college I wanted to be an x ray technician, you know, mm-hmm. and it right. just didn't work out that way.
0: You it know, didn't work out that way because you probably just guessing you were not in a home where there were strong men around exactly. you training you in the fear and the admonition of the Lord, right?
3: Exactly. So yep. you had
0: to you had to deal with the mess that you grew up in, right? And today in America, we are promoting the mess as normal. And we wonder why we are in the mess we're in. Tracy, quickly here.
2: It's never too late, Betty. But um, didn't I see? Um, there was a woman that played college football over the weekend for the first time yeah, she, she was, didn't there really was...
0: play she didn't really play I mean she may have played what what does that mean? Girls play football huh right well, men bake cookies too. The fact that one man One girl's playing football doesn't mean a girl can play football. A girl can't play football. It's all part of the same transgender thing that we see going on. Everybody's the same. Men aren't better than women. Nobody's saying men are better than women. But I can tell you this. Nick Chubb runs the ball a hell of a lot better than my daughter Abby. It ain't even close. It isn't even close. Because why? It's a football is a collision sport. And men are built for collisions, and women are not. And as soon as we start equalizing women to do a man's job, we end up in the mess that we're in. And why are we in the mess that we're in? Because men haven't been taught to do their job, to train, equip, and mobilize their family, to follow Christ, to be images of the, of the, of the cross-bearer. That's what men are supposed to do. And men don't do that. They'd rather have porn. They'd rather drink beer. They'd rather watch the Buckeyes and the Bengals and the Browns. They'd rather put their interest and their focus on every other thing. And then they wake up and their son's a, a whatever. Whatever. Yeah, women refs too. Women ref. A woman referee in a professional football game. What are you? What? I, I I couldn't I couldn't coach today, because some woman threw a fifteen yard penalty on me for screaming at the player. I don't I don't know what I'd do. Huh? And we want to send our women off to kill. We want to put them in the military and teach women to kill. That shouldn't even be within their nature to do that. Well, I've turned off all my friends today. God I made the male. God made them male and female. That's what it says, he made it that way. That's right, Coach, they are trying to, awesome. infer- trying to awesome. infer- yeah. out. Go ahead, Craig.
1: Coach, the uh, pain that I experienced when my wife had my first child, I cannot tell you how hard that was <laughs> on me. <laughs>
0: yes, sir, yes, sir. That'd be, that's it, that'd be like me explaining childbirth. That's what the sidelines of reporters are doing, right? They're explaining, describing, how painful that childbirth is when well, they ain't never been through it, right? Ain't none of those sideline girls ever been through two a days and lined up against some guy who's gonna knock your teeth out as soon as the ball was found. Ain't none of them ever been ever done that. Not one woman can understand that violent environment of a football field. Oh, they can understand competition, tennis, uh, basketball. I, I get I get that stuff. I get it. But to, and, and, and and
1: vice versa, and vice versa, we can't right. understand what they go through. And, that's right. And that's their that's their jewel. You know. That's I right. mean, I can't yeah.
0: imagine what that
1: feels like. Uh, can, can, it's can you hard.
0: Can you imagine having a period every thirty days? Oh, huh? huh? like, what? No, God made us different, didn't he, folks? He made us different. Yeah. Amen. Whew, I feel better. See you tomorrow.